episode of In the Moment, a podcast put together by Helping His Hands Disaster Response. I'm Scott Shipman, your host, founder and director of Helping His Hands, and we are just really glad that you took the moment to uh, to tune in to our, our uh, podcast today. I have with me a good friend of mine. His name is Preston. I'm going to let him introduce himself and tell you a little bit about what he does and who he is, and and uh, we'll go from there. Preston, hey, welcome. We're glad you're here. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Tell us who you are. Well, I'm Preston Ratliff. I am a campus minister at Vincent University for Christian Campus Fellowship. So I'm happy to be here, and especially with you. (laughs) So for those who are listening, so Preston, the the cool thing about this is, and the fun part for me for this is, Preston and I got to work together for for quite a few years uh, at uh, CCF, and uh, it's just cool because we were just reminiscing just for a moment before we started this podcast. And uh, by the way, we are we are recording live, uh, at least live right now. It won't be when you listen to this, but we're in Kentucky. Uh, he's brought a group of college students down to help us in the tornado area and everything. But we were talking about we used to do from time to time what we called coffee talk and uh, and had a lot of fun with that where uh, we would take a Thursday night, one of our worship services, and basically we'd have a pot of coffee. Both of us have, would have a cup. And the way it was is, is questions would be asked and there'd be a conversation and we would stop when the pot was, no, I guess it was when my cup was empty. And so depending on uh, the depth of the conversation. That's when you started getting those bigger mugs. I yes, when we had to start getting bigger mugs or someone had to start pouring coffee into the mug to keep going. So anyways, but we're just glad that you're here and everything. And so it's been it's been a fun time uh, together here in Kentucky and stuff. And so to Preston with, with you doing campus ministry and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, of course, you're married. You got kids, and 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 uh, uh, the family is a part of the ministry, and and there and stuff. Um, what's been one of the neatest things? Um, and I'm putting you on the spot here because this wasn't planned, but just because my mind's rolling right now. What's been one of the one of the coolest things since you've taken the reins of the ministry? You because you've 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 taken that, and of course. School attendance and things have changed, and then <laughs> then a pandemic and everything else. What's been what's been one of the neatest things that you've seen happen? Uh, man, I should put it that way in in these last few years of just just stuff that's going on, and then maybe what's what's been maybe uh, a challenge in the midst of of all that. Yeah. So, um, man, one of the neatest things that has I've seen in the last few years. Yeah. Might, okay, in light of that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the pandemic. I mean, it was just two years ago. We were on a mission trip with uh, helping his hands and doing tornado relief in Tennessee, and that was our last day there. Is when we got the phone call, schools closing down because yes. of the pandemic. It just yeah. seemed unreal. Never would we have imagined what the last three years have held. Well, you think about it when that when that happened, we were talking, literally talking. Oh, there's, there's, this this has got to be crazy. Something. This is not that big a yeah. deal because if you remember, we went from there. To Florida, yeah. and then got the phone call. You need to be getting back to Indiana, kind of thing. So crazy. So go ahead. I'm sorry. So, go, go ahead. Um, coolest thing. I, I probably, man, it's hard to choose one because you know God works. <laughs> no, he God does. works. He does. Um, and that was me being human, sinful self. Uh, anxiety started setting in. Like, what is this going to look like? How how how's campus ministry going to work? No school, no students. Yeah. Um, but what's cool is how. God opened up other doors, mm. opened up other opportunities. We yeah. started using Zoom and YouTube, and 
you know, not knowing would students even log in? Like, yeah. are they going to take yeah. the time out of the day to, to log in when they're at home, out of their school routine? But they did. They looked yeah. forward to Zoom meetings and Bible studies. And sometimes we didn't even do Bible study. We would do a devotion and play bingo and just fellowship right. like we normally would. That's and cool. then uh, using YouTube, it was fun to interact because people would type as I'm preaching. And I could kind of see on my laptop people responding or saying, hey, I'm here, I'm watching. Yeah. And it was very encouraging. It was great to see how uh, these students who, you know, you, you pour into and you pray for, to yeah. see them just continue on growing in their faith yeah. is the coolest yeah. thing. Probably. That's cool. So with that, what's, what's been a challenge then as far as because of all the different things that you've been doing, I mean, has it gotten better, you think? Or or has there become, in light of that, has there, be, has there, come, has there become new challenges because... You know what I'm saying? Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah. Because you're coming into the pandemic. Now you're coming out of the pandemic. Yes, we hope. And right. Well, yes, yes, yeah. yes. But I mean, it, you you hear these people talk about the new norm, and it's like, okay, we just everything just keeps changing. And so, um, that's maybe a loaded question, but but I mean, what do you do you see any new challenges in the horizon right now with with the way just things are going? Of course, nothing's so, in concrete, yeah, so, you know. I new mean, challenges. Um, I don't know about new challenges yet, because we're starting yeah. to get to that point where uh, the university doors are opening a little bit wider. We're yeah. able to get back on campus more, which cool. uh, the cool thing is VU has had awesome employees who yeah. have worked well with us on getting word yeah. out about the ministry. Well, cool. Um, I think there's just a few more hoops to jump through, because they yeah. have restrictions on sizes of how many people you're allowed to have yeah. in a place, yeah. but that's all I understand. That's all to keep students healthy and school open. Yes, um, yes. But it'll be interesting to see what the stuff, what the next, yes. the next, the next phase or the next, yeah. <laughs> the next time period or whatever you want to right call now, it. Right now, it's just fresh yeah. breath. Yes. there. I mean, yeah. the mask mandate was lifted last week, and yeah. that's huge. Yeah, people are so, going. No one knew what each other looked like. Yes, <laughs> yes, for sure, for sure. You're finally starting to see smiling faces not hidden faces kind of thing so yeah and and then again you know i'm thinking about you know we've got um so for those of you who are listening so one of the things that a lot of people don't realize helping his hands does is is so um not just disaster side but we we locally right there in vincent's we have a food pantry and it um takes care of families in in vincent's and knox county and one of the things that came out of of, uh, well, really, I shouldn't say it that way. Let me back up. That started uh, before the pandemic hit. We started doing what we call a mobile food pantry to um, to feed college students that weren't able to afford to to buy the whole meal program. And and it's interesting because people that you 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 talk about that and people go, now wait a minute. You're telling me there's college students who are on college campus going to college that can that 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 are hungry. Certainly. Yes, there is. They can't afford the bill. I mean, if you're already on a shoestring budget, you know, and people don't realize that that the way I think all universities are, the meal program is staggered to where you don't you don't have to buy three meals a day. You can buy one meal a day, or maybe just Monday through Friday or whatever. But they don't realize, you know, if again, if you're on a shoestring budget, you know, kind of thing. And so we've been doing this. Well, one of the cool things that's happened uh, in in the last in the last year or so is what I would consider a partnership with, with you guys, uh, with the Campus House, to be able to help out 
when we go on campus once a week to 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 give out food and i think it's become a really cool thing because um it's that whole deal of meeting a need planting the seed of course you've heard me exactly. say that thousands of times and and everyone um everyone's hungry everyone everyone eats and so it's 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 one of those deals where you're able to be, to to meet a unique need and and oh my goodness the conversations that will come out of that and, and i don't want to i don't want to put any you know um student i don't want to put any names out or anything like that but can you think preston in, in this last year of of maybe a, a conversation or an opportunity to pray or something with a student that that you found yourself in that moment thinking, you know, this may never have happened if, if we hadn't been given that food kind of thing, you know. Yeah, so Tuesdays is when that takes place, and it's become one of my favorite days of the week. I look forward to standing out there in that trailer <laughs> and meeting these students. And after, now, you're not eating candy bars in there, are you? Not candy bars, no. Um, but we, uh, there's been some great conversations. I've, uh, we have a team of students that mm -hmm. they take prayer requests and they pray for those people and it. send out cards. And so I take a piece of paper with me and I, when I'm talking with students, I'll ask them, what can we pray for you about? And I'll pray with them and I'll, I'll write that down and I let them know, just so you know, if you're okay with this, I'm going to share this with our prayer team yeah. and they can be praying for you. And after several weeks, you see the same students. So they're opening yes. up a little yes. bit more and a little bit more conversation and um, just them pouring and talking about, you know, classes are hard. They're worried they're not going to continue in the program or stuff yeah. going on at home and things with their parents are rough and they just need, yeah. and it's awesome to see how, I mean, look at scripture when Jesus is teaching yeah. off. I mean, he feeds them. Yes. He, he meets their physical yes. needs and then he starts telling them what their spiritual needs, their real needs are. Yes. And what a great ministry and opportunity mm -hmm. to do that on a weekly basis right there on a campus yeah. where it's a secular campus. You can get people from all walks of life with exactly. different beliefs. Most of them don't even know what they believe. <laughs> and being able to say, here's the truth. And yeah. Let me pray with you and come yeah. talk. You welcome to our services. You need anything. Yeah. Taller, so and it's been and and also in such fantastic. a also in such a unique setting. Yeah, you know what I mean, where there really is no uh, intimidation or uneasiness because they're not walking in a church building and things like that. You talk about that just made me think. So I remember I, I can't think of which well I wouldn't mention his name anyway, but but um, uh, college student that that I had met the year before who was in the fire science program. And so I prayed with him several different times last year, different things. Well, anyway, so last fall, uh, I didn't even know if he graduated or not. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, you know, it hadn't really clicked. And so that first week that, that I was there on campus um, <laughs> last, last fall, uh, or the you know the first semester of the, of the year, <laughs> I saw him walking across the parking lot, and he, you know. And I stepped out there and I said, hey, how's it going? He goes, it's going better now. I said, you need some food? He goes, no, I need prayer. And walked in there and, and started sharing how he had been given an opportunity to do an internship at a fire department two blocks from where he lived back home. And he said, I just, he says, I'm excited, but I'm nervous because he says the thing is, he says, if it goes well, because I believe they'll offer me a job, and and so that was one of those neat moments because 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 the year before, you know, um, he came for food mm -hmm. and and prayer. Didn't yeah. pray every time, but a lot of times we did. But it was just cool that that was the first encounter 
of of the semester with him and it i just want prayer you know and so that you know and and again um for those who are listening sometimes i think we make we make witnessing we make sharing our faith hard when when in reality um it's it's not supposed to be that way it's just it's supposed to be um I, I don't want to say easy because I don't want I don't want people who are listening. I don't want anyone you know who to think that we're blowing it off. But it, yeah, it should be a natural, natural. thing yeah. because because we know what Jesus has done for us, and so we want the world to know that. And so um, so yeah, and so we're just excited. We just really are. Um, you guys are partnering in that capacity. I'm just I, you know, and and the cool thing is our our, our folks back in the office. You know, I've been talking about different ways of trying to get some other different kinds of foods and things and stuff. And and just, you know, again, because they see, they value this partnership because they see that that it's making an impact in, in young people's lives. And and the cool thing is you got students helping students. That, I mean, that's, you know, a friend of mine who was a missionary in, in the city of St. Louis used to always say, the gospel message is simply this, one beggar telling another beggar where to find bread. And that's and that's really what it comes down to. I think. So, so Preston. So as we as we roll on, and, and, and I always say this every every episode, time will become our enemy here if we don't watch it. But but um, any 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 I know I know you're in the Word and and things like that. Any any Bible verse, anything that maybe you've come across lately that just really has maybe just jumped out for the first time, or maybe you caught something in a different light that that just. You feel like the Lord's using, it's kind of speaking to you that that you that you'd want to share with our listeners. Yeah, so uh, there's a lot of verses, but one verse that has come up uh, recently, uh, I used it in a sermon, not as the main text, but in that moment, it just really I was like, yeah, this is it, mm-hmm. and it's Romans eight thirteen, mm-hmm. where Paul's writing and he says, "Let no debt remain outstanding except the one to love each one another," and then he goes on, "Though for the one who loves." Another fulfills the law. Ooh, I love it. And uh, and I just that idea of you know you can pay off all your debts and at the end of the day you, you clock out you've done all your work you filled all your obligations but at the end of the day you still can't lay down or sit down and say I'm done for the week I'm going to take a weekend I'm going to take the vacation I haven't loved enough um, uh, that that you're supposed to continue in that daily yeah. throughout your living, loving your family, loving those around you, loving your neighbor and what that looks like, and especially that word love and how yeah. we use it. Yeah. And if you go to, you know, Corinthians and you see <laughs> you see what love really is, and yeah. it's not this easy emotional feeling, but it's sacrifice, yeah. it's, it's humbling, it's putting others first, it's telling the truth, it's delighting in truth, all that yeah. that entails. Um, is pretty pretty yeah. huge when you really take time to look, and and, it, and it's not the worldly love that exactly. we see in our culture kind of thing. And so yeah, it's not you that. do this for me, I'm going to do it for yeah. you. It's like, I'm going to do yes. this for you. I don't want anything back. Yeah, you know? yeah, and that's and that's the thing I think if you think about the you know we talk about being the light of the world. Jesus says you are. He didn't say you can be. Yeah. He says you are the light of the world. And and more now probably than ever before in our culture. Uh, just loving people, regardless of how they treat you and how they respond, speaks volumes, I believe, to to the culture that you know. Especially since we live in a time where it's a you know, a, you know we're trying to 
cancel everyone if they, who doesn't agree with us and things like that. But, but you know, the whole deal of you can you can be however you want. I'm still gonna love you. Yeah, I mean that's the gospel. Jesus went to the cross even while we were still sinners, right? Yes, that's exactly. That love. Exactly. And so sharing that with students, what kind of what kind of um, of uh, feedback did you get? I mean, was there any of them going, oh my goodness, I hadn't even thought about something I mean, like this? I mean, I have just... a few vocal students who are nodding their head. Yeah, uh-huh. So <laughs> I love was, it. I, I hope it. to see the response, though, outside of the building, yes. you know? Yeah. yeah. Your everyday life. Well, yes. and you know, it's one of those things that, that you know, it's kind of like the Apostle Paul talks about. Um, uh, I can't think off the top of my head. You know, so here's your homework for all you who are listening. But, but the Apostle Paul makes this comment. He says, I tell you this again so you don't forget. And so we've got to be reminded and reminded. And, and I think that's a part of that where the Bible talks about as iron sharpens iron, that we've got to, we want to keep each other accountable. We want to, we want to keep reminded, you know, and, and, yeah. you know, it's, it's interesting. There are people who, to, um, they're just easy to love. You know what I mean? Just the way they, their attitude is. And then you got those who <laughs> take a little more work, you know, but the thing is, that doesn't matter. We're supposed to love them and, right. and, and love them unconditionally and 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 have that have that um, that love that Christ has for the church. You know, so I love it. I love it. So so in the midst of all of that, uh, press anything any anything else you're reading? Any other any other books or authors that stick out that maybe you've you've been reading? I mean, it doesn't have to be recent. It could be something that you've read months ago. You just Anything that just kind of because of we're talking about love and different yeah. things and, and meeting needs and planting seeds and all that kind of stuff. Anything stick out to you? Uh, um, I'm currently reading. Actually, I take a book with me on Tuesdays. So if there's a law between students, I can read yeah. a couple pages. I'm yeah. reading John Piper's book, Spectacular Ooh. Sin. Ooh, is it good? And it, it is good. It uh, starts off talking, just laying the gospel out there. And, you know, uh, Jesus' death on the cross and us. The, the people place them on the cross, if that's the spectacular sin, mm. is because mm. that sin led to the forgiveness. Of, I mean, the people sin, putting them on the yeah. cross, led yeah. to the forgiveness and restoration. There. You said it was John Piper. So, John Piper. John Piper. Is, is that a newer book or is it an older book? I'm not or? sure how old it okay. when it was written, okay. but he goes into a lot about how we're unprepared too, which is a truth mm. for suffering, especially here in America, and yeah. how we need to prepare as a church and yeah. church leaders preparing their flock for suffering because so that's you, a fact of life. So you think, and so are you? Are you? Are you still reading it, or you? You've, I'm you, in the middle of okay. it. Okay. Yes. So, uh, so with everything that you've been reading and everything that's going on in our culture, is it is it timely? Yeah, very, extremely timely. <laughs> extremely timely for myself. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm learning a lot from it. Well, cool. So, a very big book. No, no, no. Short book. You Short, probably read it quickly, ooh, but I'm taking like my time. It. In fact, yep. I read the first yep. chapter probably two or three cool. times. So tell so, tell our listeners again, what's the name of the book? Spectacular Sin. And it's by John Piper. John Piper. And I bet you, I bet you, you can get it on Amazon. I'm sure you can. <laughs> Here, I'll put a little plug for Amazon. <laughs> what if they'll give us any kickback? Probably not, but <laughs> all right. So Preston, in the, in the midst of everything, of course, again, uh, for, for our listeners, we're in Kentucky working and things like that and trying to love on people who've lost everything uh, from the tornado. Um, can you think of a, of a time that you, you, you share with our listeners uh, that in the moment where um, however, you know, whoever, 
you were able to be Jesus to somebody because of a situation. Anything comes to mind that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, so we have a student with us this week who um, I just met a couple weeks ago, actually at the food pantry. He heard about it and asked if he could go, and I said, yeah, and I gave him the details, and so he's here with us. Um, And I was watching him today, and he he is working so hard. He's picking up these barrels full of stuff all by himself. I'm like, can I help you? No, I got it, and he'd take it running. Finally, I saw, because I was worried, I saw his face. He's just wore out, but he was committed, and I finally said, I said, stop, go drink water, sit down, take a take a breather. And I had a student grab in one handle, I took the other handle, and we dumped it. And I know it's such a small thing, but that's ministry. That's yes. loving your neighbor. It's you're doing those small things. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, and you're going to have to help me. Uh, where uh, Jesus says, take on my yoke mm. for his life. Yes, yes. And, uh, yeah, so I think that. And you were doing it. Jesus, you were doing it. You so, think about that. You, yeah. and, and the cool thing knowing um, knowing that the situation is he's not been in plugged in yeah. this just has happened what a cool what a cool witness to him not knowing the background of church or anything what a cool witness to him to see the church work together yeah you know? I've learned through conversations with him that he uh, used to go to mass until about 10th grade and he stopped and now he just doesn't doesn't do it doesn't have any doesn't know what he believes, doesn't know what he thinks about God. And yeah. so uh, we've had some good conversation. I'm praying, praying for those opportunities yeah. and to speak a little bit of truth yeah. into his life. And I'm praying God softens his heart. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. And what a great, what a great opportunity in the midst of a mission trip. Yeah. Out of your norm, you How know, cool and just, that? and just the opportunities. And so um, that's cool. Now, again, we know that when, um, this is going to be put out there, and those who are listening, you know, this is you're hearing this after the fact. But but we would still ask you to pray for this young man because here's the deal: regardless of when you hear this, God still knows him by name, knows his situation, and uh, we just ask you all to just keep praying for this young man. Yes. Now we're not going to mention his name, but the good thing about it is God already knows who he is, yep. you know, and so that is so cool. And the neat thing is, if you really think about it, you met a need. Uh, well, or at least uh, his friend, I think, if I remember right, he's the one that came and got food because he did. Yeah, he just, yeah, he, just he was there. He was there, and yeah. so again, just a cool opportunity because you may have never made that connection if it hadn't been for that moment. You just never know, and how God does that kind of stuff. So, well, as I said before, time becomes our enemy, and uh, and first, we'd love to have you on again. We'll have to have some fun, a pot of coffee. Maybe we could do a two-hour podcast. Cool. Everyone's listening going, oh, no, we couldn't do that. But, no, thank you for being thank with you. us. And for those of you who are listening, we are just very grateful that you tuned in. And, and as always, uh, if you would like to uh, volunteer with us or find out ways that you could be involved, supporting, praying for us, uh, hands-on, what you know, whatever that looks like, you can log on to our website, helpinghishands.com. And, of course, we'd love for you to check us out on social media. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Instagram, of course, Telegram, we're on, we're on LinkedIn, we're on uh, uh, YouTube, and we are actually on TikTok as well, and we'd love for you to follow us in those different areas, and thanks again for tuning in, thanks for praying uh, for us, and supporting us, and being involved with us, we hope you have a great day, wherever you are, we pray the sun is shining, we pray that 
you're in good health and you are loving on people as people are loving on you in Jesus' name. So I'm Scott Shibben for Helping His Hands Disaster Response. This has been another episode of In the Moment. And as always, go be Jesus to someone today. We'll see you. Thank you.